0: I guess technically we would be available for bibliography now.
1: Fuck. Aura, get on that, <laughs> uh, Okay, make <laughs> us respectable, Aura. All right, welcome back to Girls Talk Comics. This is the master of mediocrity, Erin, with our co host lieutenant of literature jessica yeah today we are talking about man eaters an image comic written by chelsea kane and drawn by kate niemsix i'm so sorry i can't pronounce that last name and i'm i didn't practice my bad very unprofessional of me
0: i mean (laughs) names are hard (laughs) News media, get it wrong, too. Don't
1: feel bad. Fair. So, Man Eaters Volume 1 is what we're going to talk about today. And Volume 1, I believe, covers issues 1 through 4 of the Man Eaters series. Uh, and just a little bit about Man Eaters. Image Comics and the creative team describe this series as Handmaid's Tale meets Cat People. It's fantastically tongue-in-cheek. Its uh, Readers are following a prepubescent girl named Maud as she struggles with puberty and the pervasive sexism through her world. This book comes with tips from bikini, about bikini waxes to messages about protecting boys from stray estrogen in the environment and provides a wild perspective into navigating the jungle of Maud's life. So, yes, why did we pick this comic?
0: I have no idea. This was my first go-through with this particular property. Yeah? I mean, it was fun, though.
1: I think I know why you picked it. Uh, yeah, we're going to go right into that. A uh, little bit about this comic, though. So, Chelsea Kane wrote... Um, Mockingbird. Mockingbird was also drawn by Kate Niemczyk. It's a it's a Polish last name, uh, spelled N I E M C Z Y K. Uh, Mockingbird had this really infamous cover where it had the, the character in a shirt that said "Ask me about my feminist agenda," and Chelsea Kane and Kate apparently got lit up <laughs> about this, and so. Hi-ya. Man Eaters is her kind of response and
0: I gotta say though, yeah. like if you open up this book, it is just gloriously tactile. I, I even
1: have
0: mm-hmm. been reading this on an app and you can it's like a zine. It's like yeah. a fun twenty first century zine that does all of those fun kind of zany just breaking down Yeah of regular comic strip format. So I just, this has been fun. And I love the fact that Kane and Namesick brought three girls that have to be under the age of 15 in Mm -hmm. on this and like put their poems in it. And I just, my heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a fantastic book. Um, I fell in love with its pitch. Yes. uh, immediately. But when the first issue came out, cause I, I am reading the singles for it. It was covered in glitter and had that like fight the power fist poster going on, but it's actually a cat paw in fantastic. And it was just all glittered, all glittered. And I was like, this is the best ostentatious, like hilarious cover I have ever seen. And yeah, if it loved it I've loved it ever since.
0: I actually just went over and peeked at the single issues on the, on the, oh God, what are those called? Racks? Racks. The yeah. rack. And they actually have special covers on some of them that are uh-huh. like more cardboardy. I'm like, oh, this would have been one to get in the single issues. This yeah. really
1: would have been. We're So skipping ahead a little bit on this one. The single issues are definitely, I think, what we're recommending for reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because the covers are great. They're glossy. They have, again, that different texture. They have a really diverse array of covers. One of the later yeah. covers is actually this peace sign, but the, the fingers are covered in blood. And so it's just very, um, really kind of intense.
0: Well, and back to the zini thing, it has, like, you could cut posters out of this son of mm-hmm. a bitch I'm not even this is they're going for the full immersion experience with this yep and I think the way that they did it artistically makes it more effective like the, yes they are yeah. tongue-in-cheek but they're using almost their format to bring home the actual message more so than yeah. the content of the individual panels
1: it's really great satire yes um It's just, it's actually punching up rather than punching down in what it's making fun of. And that imagery, again, really does kind of push home the point that a lot of the messages that we're sending to women and young girls and young boys and about just kind of very natural phenomenon is really just bizarre. (laughs) Like... And I I really love their fake ads throughout the book. Yes. um, Making, you know, just spreading this fear, this campaign against estrogen and the presence of it. Like, there's estro pop. There's, like, estrogen hand sanitizer so you can cleanse yourself from estrogen in the atmosphere. Like, that's not how that works. (laughs) There (laughs) is an
0: OxyClean-style estro-clean spray.
1: Yeah. Like, like what is that? It's and it's all advertised to protect your boys,
0: and it's right there, funny. like merged in with things. Then they do the normal comic book things where they'll have two page spreads and <laughs> and breakthrough panels with their bubbles and with like direction of action. But then they have things like during the school scenes where they're introducing you to the way women are are taught yeah. puberty in this world, it's on the background of a desk. So it kind of pulls you into this is, this is yep. not so far from
1: what it is now. Kate does an amazing job. I actually looked up some of her art that she does outside of this. She's done some work for Blizzard with an Overwatch comic. She like her artwork is just I'm not. I'm not saying this for the content she does because she does rather modest and rather just you know a, a full spectrum of content. But it's the sexiest artwork I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like amazing marker work, just amazing line work. I actually thought about messaging her and being like, "Can you just like can I commission you for a man eater's poster? Can, we- like, can you?" Like, I'll pay you specifically for some, like... like
0: I was about positive (laughs) you
1: were going to say, can you adopt me? Oh, yeah. Like, can I just follow you around and fawn over you? Can you just be? But Chelsea's writing, I think, is really great. Yeah. It It twines together mm -hmm. in a very... It's like a
0: full-service comic book. Like, it's giving you in-world artifacts. It's giving you sort of... What we know today is like the snippy, it's how everybody wants to sound in their own head. It's, it's yeah. sort of witty and snippy mm-hmm. and sarcastic. Perfect
1: timing on the comebacks.
0: Yeah. And, and the background, you see like all the women who, all of the women, all of the teenage girls yep. who are in handcuffs have feminist slogans on their t-shirt. Yep. They They really do a good job of sort of dividing the line down by sex. In yes. this entire book, without cheapening any of the characters in it,
1: or even cheapening the message. Yeah. I mean, they um, they have some articles that I, I I'm assuming Chelsea probably wrote as the writer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's men complaining about, or talking about the sudden cat attacks and how everything seemed fine, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she snapped, which yep. is, you know are conversations that I've certainly heard from Men in My Life about like, it was fine and then all of a sudden she was upset.
0: Or, or literally Snapped is the yeah. name of a show about
1: women who kill their husbands. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, everything <laughs> seemed fine until was it wasn't. And, and, uh, just...
0: and they make women, they, they definitely lean heavy on something that I hear about all the time and embrace a little bit because I am a cat person. But yeah. women are are seen as being more feline in nature mm-hmm. and more dangerous in that comparison. And the magazine articles in here are almost impossible to figure out if they're actually talking about cats or if they're talking about the women. And a lot of them are dual purpose magazine articles and things like that just gave me shivers when I was reading it. It was amazing.
1: Definitely. Um, I also thought that that was kind of hilarious. It's part of my advertising for people. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm trying to sell this to new readers, it's like, These articles are going to entertain you more than anything. And I I think... So they have one of the issues where it's a fake magazine. Mm -hmm. I think it's part of the first four.
0: I think it's Uh, the fourth.
1: Awesome. When the premise was first introduced, some of my coworkers kind of balked at the idea. They're like, why would you make a fake magazine? That seems kind of like a waste of an issue. They read it. I read it first. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. When they finally told me that they got around to reading it, they all loved that issue because it really... Was a really it was a really ingenious way to build the world mm-hmm. and kind of talk more about the prejudice that kind of permeates it right. systemic, but <laughs> sexism. Uh, you know, it's easy to talk about sexism for it. We haven't talked about what the actual hook is. The hook.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. We haven't told people that the teenagers turn into cats sometimes and kill people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're talking about dangerous females. They're physically actually dangerous in this sometimes. Yep. As in literally eat people in like panther-sized wear shapes. (laughs) Yep. So women are, are given hormones in the water to get through their teenage years without menstruation until they're young women. So then like i guess i guess in world people don't start having kids until their early 30s which i mean reads sort of like modern yeah but but it, it's that initial if the younger you are, when you menstruate, the more likely you are to become aware, And that is what that estropop is that we were mentioned earlier. It is specifically water for boys that does not have the, like
1: the progesterone. Progesterone. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which is not, I mean, let me just tell you, as somebody who's been under the influence of those drugs for most of my life, they're not good for you to have that in your water. And mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to get out. So we're actually looking at sort of a dystopian nightmare here. Yep. And they're not talking about it, but maybe later issues we'll talk about how hard it is on the older women's bodies having all of that shoved down their throats. Yeah, way past their cycle. Yeah,
1: because it's not good for you. No, I'm a little further ahead, so like I'm I'm not gonna. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'll but, just say it's going to get real exciting. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> but before we get too far away from it, that magazine issue is something I've seen Image do over and over again because Wicked and Divine has a magazine issue as well. It's okay. not as early. It's kind of surprising that they did it so early in the series. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of part of this style. This is not the only one that I've seen that has this sort of graphic m- mad zine gone wild effect where mm-hmm. they give you a bunch of those in-world artifacts. Weapon the Divine does it. I'm sure there are more, but that's the one that comes immediately to mind.
1: And mm-hmm. I like, I respect Love Image for doing <laughs> things differently. Cause, yeah. Um, I mean, that's what drove me to them for in the first place. I think it strokes a little bit of our, because
0: so much of comics is tied directly to pop culture jokes and references, especially with BMCU being the way it is. Yeah. I feel like it strokes the pop culture monster in all of us whenever they do things like that.
1: Yep. Um. So <coughs> I do want to talk about a little bit of how people, um, Reacted to this? Okay, because cool. I looked into that. Okay, because I read the comments. Oh no! <laughs> um, people did not get this. Mostly male readers. They did not understand this book. They did not like this book because I mean it's it it's not for no. male readers. Who is that? <laughs> there are obviously men. I most of my, all my coworkers are male. They have all enjoyed it. They all think it's hilarious because they all think the a lot of the pervasive sexism that i experience is just dumb and a waste of time so they enjoy this book for making fun of that and right. the people who care a little bit more i would probably uh, yeah. bet that they think it's a little bit over the top though don't they read it as a little bit extreme none of them have told me that to muffies <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, w- I would almost be baiting them at this point yeah. trying to get them to admit that they think that
1: it's an overreaction yep Um, I do want to talk about the most exaggerated response that I've seen about it. Apparently people have stabbed copies of this book. Like, they've bought it, recorded it. They call it social justice warrior rage. Um, Frankly, those reactions make it more entertaining for me. I feel like
0: like they've done this before where they've burnt books like Miss oh, yeah. Marvel. Did they burn Miss
1: Marvel copies? Probably. But thanks for helping it get so many reprints. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that triggers more printing. You a hole. <laughs> just, just as a note for the prejudiced out there, <laughs> keep buying stuff and burning it. it really hurts our numbers. <laughs> um, that is, that is funny though that they literally stabbed the book.
0: Yeah, that because uh, that's not reading as hostile at all toward women. No. That's that's yeah. totally not enforcing the argument that is within the book at all. Yeah, which is
1: why it's so freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, to kind of get back, I guess, uh, uh, we do recommend reading it in singles. Right. I, like, 10 out of 10 recommend this book. What, is, are you... Yes,
0: I would be a solid 10 out of 10, at least for the first bit of it. I mean, I like the premise a lot, and... I believe that the writing staff who have been working on this would continue to do it well, but the only thing that I worry about sometimes with these beautiful amazing pieces of art is that is it sustainable?
1: That's actually fair. As um someone who's read it a little further mm-hmm. than you, I actually have some kind of questions about how are they going to reconcile some of the subplot in with the overarching plot? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, like, there's some heavy implication of what I think are monstrous deeds happening in the series. And I don't really know how they're going to tie it all together. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a shot.
0: But but it's good so far.
1: Yeah, I don't, I think the art style and Chelsea, Chelsea Kane's writing are going to be too, like, I I don't think they're going to pair up. With the like really nefarious ending that I'm scared of, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) doesn't uh, read on on brand. Yeah, tonal differences. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But uh, definitely recommend picking this up at your local comic shop. And if they don't have it, you should demand that they order it. And if they refuse to order it, find another comic shop.
0: Also, also comment that shit online. And and just before I forget to say this, to those who are maybe knocking on middle age, like I am, um, this book made me fully realize that I am no longer a teenage girl. But... I'm still not an old gender trader like some of the moms in this, so like yeah. hope for hope for us uh, millennials who are no longer technically teenagers.
1: But And it also stuck still getting those messages that our teenage girls are getting. Yeah. It yeah. does.
0: I think the most impressive thing about this to me is not so much that they nailed the female thing because it's, I think it's an all-female writing cast, so that's not hard for them. But the thing that really impressed me was how realistic the teenagerness of it felt. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a twenty-something in teenage clothes. Yeah. It, these kids were talking about things that I've had young cousins talking about. Yeah. It turns out the youngins really, really like that YouTube culture, like a lot. Yep. Yeah, so I felt a little bit more hip reading these than I did whenever I whenever I uh, started. Okay. So that's another tip. Pick it up so
1: you can feel culturally relevant and young.
0: Yeah, because, you know, that youth thing is really important for women.
1: Oh, God, that's going to be an issue now. <laughs> Tweet Chelsea Kane and be like, what's up? Make us feel old.
0: Like, give us that old lady comic book we all really want.
1: <sighs> I was love for that. We need
0: it. Afghans and cats. Bitches. Can that be the title of this podcast?
1: Yeah. Season two. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Pick this up in your local comic shop. Pick up the trade, definitely. And the second trade I think is coming out soon. Y'all enjoy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking badass. That's
0: awesome. (laughs)